Continue to work in us, O oh God. Continue to search us, O oh God. Even when it doesn't feel good, thank you for searching me. Even when it doesn't feel comfortable, God, thank you for put, peeling off the things that are not like you. We come into surrender, God. And we thank you for your grace and mercy. Your love and kindness. In Jesus' mighty name. And if you love him, can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, it's good to see everybody out tonight and you who are online. How many of you have been enjoying this, this series on CORE? How many of you have been just really diving into areas of deliverance in your life? Come on, don't lie to me. Are you going deep in that thing? Hallelujah. Tonight we're going to continue on. Uh, we've been calling this series Deep because the Bible says that God is deep. And we're learning that until you learn to go in, in areas with God in depthly, there are areas of you you'll never learn or never uh, uh, get to meet. There, there is a me in God that I need to meet. Say that with me. There's a me in God that I have not met yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Hey, I don't, uh, I don't know about you, but that excites me. Come on, there, 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 there's an in me that, 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 that I'm working towards. And so God, the Bible says that there are depths in God. And, and we have to understand without the depths of God, you will never know you in depth. Which means it doesn't matter your chronological age if you haven't known him. All wisdom is not wisdom. So you have to realize that, that God is trying to get us to go deep. How many of y'all ever said yourself or heard people say, you know, that's too deep for me. I ain't trying to go that deep. <laughs> but how many of you know when we when, when we say that or, or, or we, we, we go down that road, we're not realizing until you learn to go deep or, or, or invite depth in your life, you will never know you. And so you have to learn to love the depths of God. I believe it's time out for the, the, the blatant uh, Christianity lifestyle. It, it's, it's time to really understand the depths of God. Amen. So tonight I want to talk about the gates, the gates, the gates. And if you are here online, I will invite you to invite others. We're learning uh, deliverance and, and really, number one, self-deliverance. Uh, don't try to take stuff out of my eye if you can't deliver you. Uh-oh, I done started too early now. Don't try to discern me if you can't discern you. And the problem we're having is we try to use tools on others that we haven't learned to use on ourselves. <laughs> and so the Bible says, test yourself, test yourself to see if you're in the face. The Bible also says, test the spirit. But how many of you know you can't test where you don't have tools? So we, we test based on stuff that, that's obvious testing. Mm, they being ugly, that's obvious. Mm, see, that, that's obvious. But the fact that you see it the way you see it shows that you don't know the testing upon yourself. See, it's nothing wrong with identifying people. It, it just matters how you perceiving how you're identifying them. 
Because if you're identifying them from the law, you got to realize the point that you reached into the law is actually where you still see yourself in the law. So the judgment that you put on them, you got to realize that you got to be judged yourself in the same manner. So you got to be careful judging everybody's sin in the in the light that you like to like it. Because how many of you know we see everybody in the light that we we are not in? You know, I don't have that type of sin. I don't do that much. I don't go that far. But how many of you know that 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 until you learn to to really dive deep into some things? Oh, look like my TV went off. You you will never get to where you need to go. Amen. I want you to go to Second Timothy two real quick. And if somebody can read that for me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. Having been taken captive by him to do what? His will. And, and so we keep people from opposing what? Themselves. And they may come to the as they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will, which means when you have been taken by a snare, the snare has an agenda. The snare has a what? An agenda to do what? To, to do the will of the adversary. OK, now. He's saying. And that, verse 26, and that they may come to their senses, which means when you're taken by a snare, you're not even in your right. You're not even in your right mind. You're not yourself. You're authentic. Self. How many of you, uh, there was points in your life you didn't feel like you're authentic self? Some of y'all are like, I ain't feeling right now, Pastor. You, 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 you ain't got to say before. I'm trying to get through it now. Hallelujah. So you have to understand the the. The adversary assignment is to get you in a snare. Now, we're talking about deliverance. But for you to understand deliverance, you got to understand the door. See, most people, we, it, it, the problem is we got to get out of this half-baked Christianity. Either you're going to be in or out. Because if you try to play around with it, what's going to happen is you, you're going to cause yourself to be disheartening about how you're perceiving God. Because you're not fully in, but you're not fully out. And the, the half that you still that's not that's not in is actually the doors that the adversary have licensed to come in. That's why Jesus said, if you're hot and cold, I, I can't deal with that because you, those doors are, are, are too broad. Are y'all catching me? So you got to realize that if you're going to go for God, let's go for God. I know when I got saved, I said, I can't play around with this because I used to not come to God because I used to say people ain't real. All right. So now you're here. Are you real? Uh Oh, see, we don't like to ask our own question. I, I thought they were fake Christians. But what about you? Uh Oh, let me get out of that. I don't want them to click off my my live screen. So so you have to understand. Look what he said. But avoid foolish and ignorant dispute. 
knowing that the, uh, they generate strife and the servant of the Lord must not what quarrel, but be gentle to all able to teach patient. Uh oh. Mm -mm, mm -mm. This is who? A servant of the Lord. In humility, correcting those who are what? In opposition. This is not what I'm teaching on, but I just, it got so much here that I want to just stop, <laughs> make a pit stop. I want you to understand, he's telling you something here. The adversary is in what? Opposition. The problem with believers is, we misinterpret people in sin, in dispute, in issue, and when they even have with you, you don't know that they're actually opposing themselves. You think they're opposing you. But I can't oppose, listen to this, I can't oppose you without opposing myself. The fact that I'm opposing you proves that I have to be opposing myself. Because if I had the truth, I will give the truth. So for the fact that I, I'm, a, a, you, I, I'm doing something to you, I have to be doing it to me. Because if my identity was secure, I wouldn't be trying to get it out of you. Are y'all catching this? So this is where believers have to really understand, you, you know, be careful how you are, are responding to issues. Because you got to know that people are not responding to you. How many of y'all said crazy stuff to people? You're like, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Why? Wait, 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 back up. Let, let's, let's think about this. You said it. And you said it strong and good. Some of y'all real artistic with your words. And if you still a cusser, you might be real good at rapping. But you said something, watch this. That the Bible says the things that come out of your mouth was actually rooted in your heart. So you say it and then you say, watch this. When you come to your senses, watch this. You say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Now, see, the problem is you just said something that you didn't realize what you're saying now. You don't realize you're fighting against a force that you didn't mean. You're fighting against another sense. That took you out of your senses. <laughs> Tell somebody I'm fighting against a sense. <laughs> that took me out of my senses. Which means, watch this. You didn't mean it. But the meaning behind it wasn't from the right person. It was meant from the wrong person. Are y'all catching me? So it was real. But from the eyes of God, it's a different sight. It's a different lens. Are y'all catching me? That's why we got to go deep. Somebody say, I'm going deep. So you have to realize that, that, that we have to know the truth. But perhaps that, that we can know the truth and be able to teach those who oppose themselves. Can you say amen? Now, I want to go here. Uh, this thing. Go to with me Ephesians 4:26. Go to Ephesians 4:26 with me really quickly. Can somebody start reading that for me? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Yes. Uh huh. Amen. Be angry and do what? And sin not. Now you got to understand the type of anger he's talking about. Somebody say there's a type of anger. Uh oh, I'm going to help somebody tonight. How many of you thought this was like the anger that you just can be angry with somebody? You, you know, the regular anger that you're like, oh, I'm just sick of them. See, the problem is, <laughs> he said, be angry and do what? Sin not, which means there's an anger that can make you sin. But that's not the anger that's he, that he's telling you. Don't go into that anger because there is a godly anger. God told you to hate one thing. You ready? Hate what is wrong. Which means if you're not embraced by God enough, you're going to hate. Watch this. Who is wrong rather than what is wrong? So your hate. Watch this. See, you, some of us, uh, we, we, we saying, I'm mad. I, yes, you are. Because if they say something to you, watch this. Uh-oh, it's World War II. So you try, you, watch this. By the law, you're trying not to sin. Well, if they don't say nothing, I won't sin. No, the reality of it is you probably sinned already because you don't want them to talk to you because you might. Uh, yeah. Are y'all catching this? Y'all still love me? Hallelujah. Which means if you haven't, watch this, reach righteous anger, you don't see beyond face value. When a child does something, I don't see the child as doing something. I see something that hasn't been taught. When somebody does something that I don't like, I have to excuse them because they obviously don't have the tools to do the right thing. This is why believers get off a lot of times because your expectation. And your expectation brings desire for things that people don't even have the capacity to give what you're trying to get from them. So so you got to understand, be angry. I got to stop parking these places. I've got a lot of I got a whole lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> I keep parking. So you, you got to realize <laughs> that anger outside of the divine expression of God is it's, it, listen, it's it's sinful anger. Which means it, it came to be triggered, it triggered you in the wrong way. So you didn't see what was behind them doing what they were doing. You didn't see what was behind the strife. You didn't see what was behind the argument. You didn't see what was behind. We don't fight against flesh and blood. Uh oh, see, there we go. We, we fight against principalities and powers. So you, because you can't perceive that you're not dealing with flesh and blood, you go straight to flesh and blood. Or you walk away. How many of y'all love last week? Y'all forget what we talked about last week? If you missed last week, you need to go watch it. We talked about obvious discernment. Things that you should be obvious about. Things that you should know obviously when people are going through something. But the church is lost still with the obvious stuff. Because we don't have the discernment. We don't have the blatant discernment. But the reality of it is, it's because... 
We haven't uh, 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 allowed God to be the force multiplier in our life. Had to, allowed him to be the leading in our life. Are you kidding, kidding me? So what I want you to understand is there's a different type of anger. Somebody say there's a type of anger. So if the anger, watch this, it's not righteous anger. You gave place to the adversary. If the anger is not a righteous anger, what is a righteous anger? I don't see the person. I see what's behind it. You have allowed a door to open. Are y'all catching me? I'll look in the back. You don't have to raise your hand tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah. Nor give place to the devil. Somebody said, don't give place to the devil. Verse 29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good and necessary for edification, that it may impart what? Impart what? Grace, which means you should, watch this, when they want to oppose you, you should be imparting strength that they can get so they can stop doing what they're doing. But because you're not imparted with the grace, you attack them and and the kingdom divided. It makes you no better than the person, but you judge them because they go to the club three days more than you. Uh Oh, see, I, you go more Sunday services than they did. Are y'all catching me? Not knowing you're still in the wrong posture. Not knowing you're still in the wrong position. Why? Because you've never reached godly anger. The godly anger is, watch this, hate what is wrong, which means I am so mad that the adversary has the ability to do what he's doing with you. I see that you don't realize what you're doing, and I realize that you're opposing yourself. So I know that you might have hit me. I know that you might have stolen from me. But the reality of it is, my prayer for you is that you see the light. And one of the craziest things is when people think you're against them. Not knowing you're actually praying for them. But some of us are not praying for them. We think we are. Let's go to the other side. You say you are, but the reality of it is your anger is actually, it's raged against them within you. You can't pray for somebody you have contempt against. So the reality of it is many people try to pray for people they have contempt against. Why am I talking about this? I'm supposed to be talking about devils and stuff. Uh, well, I guess what these were the devils start. All right. You can't pray for somebody you have what? Contempt against. Why? Because you, you should be praying for yourself. Because the fact that you have contempt in the flesh against them shows that you're opposing your Yourself. So if you haven't de dealt with the uh, opposition of yourself, your contempt for them is actually driving you, and it's not a prayer that God receives. That's why many people pray, I've been praying for them, I'm praying for them, but you're angry at them. I'm just praying that the Lord help them. Ah! But you didn't start with you. Because until your heart becomes pure about them, Excuse me. Until your heart becomes pure in you about them. God can't receive it. 
Because actually your hatred against him, God looks at it as murder if you're not careful. Are y'all catching this? Is this helping somebody tonight? <laughs> so there's a difference between what? Godly anger and what? Righteous, righteous anger and, and worldly anger. So when the Bible says be angry and sin not, he's saying that type is the sinful anger. That type is the what? Sinful anger. So you have to make sure you come into righteous anger. Amen. And we must give and impart grace to the hearer. Amen. If you can't, listen, you can only give a grace that you are receiving. I can't take you into a grace that I'm, I haven't received. You know what's wrong with the church today? We're going to go give grace that we haven't received on certain levels. How do I know my level of grace? Watch this. You know your level of grace to the point that you break from the word of God. I'm saying something tonight. You should know your level of grace because you, 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 you know your, <laughs> you are as mature as to the point that you break from the word of God. That you break from the precepts of God. How many of you say, hey, you know what? God is my life. But you know he's only actually your life until you break away from it. You know, it's so interesting. We <laughs> See, because I, if I poke you a certain way, you're like, God, uh, God, God. Mm-hmm. Y'all catching this? So you have to realize that there are areas of our life that we have to continue to continue to continue to go deep in and allow and re, uh, re, allow God to deal with those areas of our life. Can you say amen? All right. I got to move on. Now, the Bible is saying last week we went over. This thing don't start working. Last week we went over. You cannot defend what you cannot detect. You cannot defend what you cannot what? Detect. And you cannot detect what you cannot what? Discern. You cannot defend what you cannot what? Detect. And you cannot detect what you cannot discern, which means until you discern, you can't detect it. And until you detect it, you can't deal with it. Y'all catching this? So you, we got to get out of this blatant idea that everything that we see in people's face is what it is. In fact, can I go deeper? You shouldn't be trusting people outside of the submission, their submission to God. Let's go a little deeper. You ready? Not even yourself. You know, it's, it's very interesting how much we trust ourselves. Watch this. Outside of us, our submission to God. Not knowing all of y'all crazy. All of y'all a liar. All of y'all probably still, you didn't do your taxes right. Come on, don't put your hands up tonight. All of y'all do, you do it all when you're not submitted to God. So you got to stop acting like people should be right when you're not right. 
Because you've learned to trust so much in your flesh. Watch this. You think because you do good. You just went too good now. Well, I, I, I don't do what they do. Uh. Why am I talking about this tonight? I, are y'all catching this? <laughs> I, you know, because I, I believe we need the basics sometimes. Believers get off quick, boy. We get off into these rants. Where did that come from? All right, there we go. Hallelujah. Are y'all catching this? So you have to know God for you. Stop acting like people are so much worse. No, they're not. You're lying to yourself. You're opposing yourself. Well, that joker there, no, that joker is actually just a different disobedience than your disobedience. See, th this is the problem we're having because we judge people based on the law and we don't realize we are as disobedient as them, just in a different frame. But because my frame don't look like your frame. My addiction don't look like your addiction. My sin don't look like your sin. Are y'all catching this? But you're still opposing yourself. So the fact and the reality of the exposing factors that you know you're opposing yourself is the way you see them like that. How are you filtering what you see? Because the reality of it is you're angered because you didn't have actually discernment to see them the way you're supposed to see them. Because if you saw them the way you're supposed to see them, they wouldn't have triggered you the way you... Oh, Jesus. So you mad because you got faked out. What? Y'all all right? Don't fight me tonight. I feel a fighting spirit tonight. Uh oh, y'all look like y'all ready to box tonight. Oh, I'm, I'm coming up against something, man of God. Get ready. We're going to have to get the towels out tonight. You mad because you got mad because they did something they weren't supposed to do. But you didn't have the tools to test. Or oh, I might be messing with another spirit back there. Oh. You didn't have the tools to what? To test. So who fault was it really? Because watch this, watch this. The same way you got faked to do what you're doing or be where you are is the same way they got faked. But the reality of it is they just got faked with you. Wow. Uh, 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 uh. So you just got faked with somebody else. Let me come out of there. Uh, are y'all catching this? Because if you're going to understand deliverance, you got to understand opposition. I can't defeat what I can't discern. But I can't, what's this? I can't discern what I can't, I, you got to detect these things. She's not talking about me. See, the problem is you, you still in denial or something is still open in you. That the you don't know it's the adversary that triggers them to tell you about it. So it, it wasn't that it was a lie. I just didn't like you saying it because your stuff. We ain't talking about stuff tonight. Tell somebody, get out my stuff, get out my stuff, get out my stuff. So we learn you cannot de defend what you cannot what? Detect, and you cannot detect what you cannot discern. 
How can we effectively minister to people if we don't understand the type of sin that they are wrestling with or the level of access and open door the sin represents? We're talking about what? Deliverance. How can you be a believer? Because you're a believer, right? How can a believer try to do something without identifying something? You know what happened to the church? We run from problems. So our salvation is for us. So I actually come to church to get my need met. That's why I fall asleep whenever you're talking about other stuff. Because it's, if it's not a principle that can help me, I'm not interested in God. Because I'm really not in the yoke for him. I'm in it still for me. So if it doesn't sound good for me, I'm not. That's why we go city to city to run from problems, not knowing we're going to still meet the same. Until you get the tools, you are, you're going to meet the same spirit, Israel. See, that's why we love breakthrough more than deliverance. We always want to make breakthrough. Pastor, give me breakthrough. Go ahead and declare that blessing upon my life. I receive. Hey, come on. Give, give me more of that. Man. I receive. You love breakthrough, but you don't want to go deep for deliverance. That's why most people can't stay in churches long enough. They'll come give their breakthrough money. But as soon as you ask them, how are you on Wednesday? How are you on Monday? We weren't talking about all that. Why? Because you love breakthrough, but you don't like deliverance. And we got to get out of this breakthrough mentality because until see deliverance says, hey, you know, everybody wants to want to join until you start getting into deliverance. And we got a lot of people on the road and still pastors start asking them about their family. Yeah. Uh oh, see, let me, <laughs> we online, so we got to be good tonight. Oh, we got a lot of people on the road. I, we got a lot of members on paper. But as soon as you start touching something that brings them out of the mindset of Egypt, yeah. they're like, no, nah, Moses, I just came to, to follow you. Tell somebody I'm coming out of this mindset, which means you can relocate, but your mind is still there. The, if you're going to listen, if you're going to understand deliverance, you, go, you better stop thinking because you relocated. You, you something changed. You will mess up a good thing because you still have the same mind in the good thing that God brought you into a break. See, God brought them in a breakthrough. But he told them, watch this, that I still can't give you the promise. So you might feel promised because you've been in slavery for a long time. Hey, we got a breakthrough. You are the God of a breakthrough. But we haven't reached promise. Because for you to reach promise, I got to change your mind. So just because the devil came out, watch this. Don't mean you're going to stay there if I don't change your mind. Next principle, watch this. Don't get so fascinated about casting out of devils. 
We're talking, we're talking about deliverance. Don't get so fascinated with what? Casting out of devils. You know why? If you don't change that person's mind, they'll go back. The Bible says Jesus came to preach deliverance to the poor. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon me and he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And preach deliverance, which means if they're not taught and preached to, they don't change. This is why sometimes uh, when you start learning deliverance, sometimes the hardest thing is to deal with mindsets and spirits. Because not everything is a spirit, but sometimes they're hard to discern. Because mindsets can be really powerful. Are y'all catching me? But you can tell when you did it long enough, you can tell there's a different edge from a spirit. Are y'all catching me? But they both need deliverance. But devils are not hard to cast out. The problem is most of us are not dealing with a devil. We're dealing with a mindset. And mindsets are not easy to. Devils are easy. Devils are really not hard. We make it as if and we get happy when. And depending on the weight of the spirit that we learned Sunday. Well, depending on how much authority you're going, depending on the devil. Now, you got to understand, the Bible says there are different levels of devils. Remember, the Bible says that if a, a person doesn't get delivered correctly, they leave and come back with demons stronger than them. Which means there are levels of devils. So the little simple ones, they're easy to cast out. But sometimes discerning the mindset or the spirit behind the person, it could be a little difficult. But you try it all anyway. We just need to get free. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are y'all learning something? Y'all like, boy, what church I come to? We starting to talk about devils and casting. Because you know what? We've been behind. We've been settling with this. This stuff should be normal to us. Number one, you should know how to deliver yourself. Number two, you should be learning how to deliver others. Why? It should be a normal practice. But today, if you go deliver somebody in a church, you're getting every member of that church to follow you. Why? Because they think it's something miraculous. Boy, y'all got quiet on that. Y'all all right? Amen. So you got to realize these are the things. Listen, the, 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 the doorman can do this. Ain't nothing wrong with the doorman. The doorman is in this. Listen, anybody can do the, the casting out. But you got to learn and learn to discern, number one, yourself and discern depths of this thing. Are y'all catching this? There are three types of sins that I want to talk about tonight. Three types of sins. Write this down. There are inherent sins. They are inherited sins. They are inherited sins. Number two, they are in imputed sins. Number one, let me talk about the inherited. Inherited sins is the the inheritance for where you are born. You're born into sin. The Bible says, uh, uh, um, uh, Romans five twelve. 
Therefore, just as it sent into the world through one man and the death through sin, so also death was passed on to all men because all sinned. So we've all sinned and fell short of the glory. I'll catch you next. So there's inherited sin. Number two, there's imported sin, imputed sin, excuse me. These are the sins that come from your forefathers. These come from your fathers, uh, presidents, kings. These are, are, are extension sins, okay? These are real sins also. And I want to talk about these sins because I think we've spoken over people's head about these sins. Because how many of you know that in Christ Jesus, all things are made new? But how many of you know you got to know that type of Christ Jesus before? So although, watch this, when you become saved, y'all catch this because you're going to need to understand this. Because many people, there are different parts. A lot of people talk about generational curses, generational sins. The thing is, a generational sin can only hold you to the point that you're not altered in God. So for a generation, now, number one, because of the extension principle, by default, the sin is rolled over to generation to generation, the Bible says. Are y'all catching that? However, when you come into Christ Jesus, now, when the, your father or somebody on the altar of your household or a king or somebody that extend to you, okay, and there are different levels of this. There are governmental extensions. There are uh, uh, um, um, household extensions. There are familial extensions. So as a familial extension, I just want to talk about the family one. The familial extension, because your father was on an altar, if his sin was not dealt with, it rolls over to you. Okay? Now, when you become saved, when you become saved, if you don't come deep enough in God to come to a place of the altar, that thing that rolled down is going to continue to hunt you. Until you learn to grow deeper in God to come up. So you can be dealing with your daddy's stuff and you don't know it. I, I remember when I got saved, God, I'm, the spirit realm opened to me. Boom. And I saw all kinds of stuff. And because the relationship with God, I started to deal with it. some of it. I had to walk through. Which means some of this generation stuff you, you walk through. With God. Are y'all catching with me? But if you don't learn to stay strong with God, you're going to operate it by default. Some of you sound just like. You act just like. You move just like. Are y'all all right with it? Boy, now y'all got to understand this series. Pastor is praying for you. Pray for me too. Because listen, the devil mad. He don't like the truth. Are y'all catching this? So for you to break through and come into your own and in, in Christ, come into your own, you have to go in depth with God. And he will reveal to you the type of sin that was generationally working in your family. And when you go into God, he's going to put you on the altar to speak to that thing and cancel it. Are y'all catching that? So if you don't go deep enough with God, you're going to have to deal with it. Yes, ma'am. It can only hold you 
Correct. Uh, uh, see, the problem is, if you can't discern the generational sin, you can't deal with it. You're catching me. So for God to show you it, he's giving you the license to break it. But it's up to you to submit to him on that level to get out of it. And not just talk about it. But we play around and we want to have our own salvation party. And we don't realize that that thing has to follow you until you come into Christ's theology and break it. Somebody got to break it. It didn't just disappear. That's a lie. It don't just disappear because you got saved. That's a lie. In Christ Jesus, as you discern it, you come up in God and you declare that thing off of you. I break the spirit of poverty off of my life. Come on, you're going to have to start breaking some stuff off of you. I break confusion. I break depression. I break, come on, you, you, you come into the spirit. Pray in the what? Spirit. So some of you think stuff is your fight. It might not be yours. Oh, totally. You wake up with these feelings and stuff. You like where in the world does stuff come from? Yeah. I know I didn't open those doors like that. If you can't discern it, by default you operated from it. This is why God, you know what I found out about the Joshua generation? After Joshua died, God said they came back into unbelief. Which means they cycled back into their forefathers. What did their forefathers do? Didn't obey. Tell somebody I'm coming out. Now in Christ Jesus, you are free now. Now get this, okay, get this. In Christ Jesus, you are made free. Yeah. I didn't say, watch this, watch this, watch what I didn't say. I didn't say you wasn't cleansed in freedom. Right. Now listen to this. But what I am saying is the same adversary that used to mess with their mind to get them into those cycles is going to mess with yours until you learn to come up. Y'all yeah. catching that? So I'm not saying it's just it, it, it doesn't just ride with you unless the door was open. Because when Christ Jesus, the opportunity to freedom is there. But you have to come into the truth to break it off of your life. Oh, you're catching that. Which means I, I, uh, uh, when I'm around certain families, I can discern, I can see the trend. I can't talk about mine. I'm online. <laughs> when I'm around certain families, <laughs> I can see. No, I ain't talking about nobody here. I can see the trend. Watch this. Watch this. H have you seen families where one had cancer? Uh oh, this is going to wake somebody up. And the next one had cancer. And the next one had cancer. And now you go to the doctor and, and watch this. They call it generation. Now, why did I have to get it? Because they had it. Because until you come into the truth in you and step on the altar of whoever opened the door, you can't break it off of you. 
Well, they didn't obey, but I'm a Christian. It ain't that. See, the problem is you got to learn to come up. She dealt with this mental disability, that one. The problem is you're going to root yourself in that. Why? The adversary have license to deal with you in that, that area. Until you hold to him. So most of most, listen to me, most of the stuff that we do, we don't realize where it really come from. I don't think I'm going to get to my message tonight. <laughs> and this is not what it is. But that's all right. God, God is God knows what he want to talk about. Are y'all catching me? You 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 you, you got to understand that. Are you getting me? That that lackadaisical and all that stuff. You got to realize that stuff is. Correct. You 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 can't take out what you can't discern. If you can't discern, you can't detect it. What what you gonna do? Are you catching me? And and by a lot of us clock in it by default. It's our default. You do it by default. You you don't even have to think anymore. It's by default. And anytime you come out of that default, it's uncomfortable. Watch this. Can I? Let me share something with you all. You cannot watch this. Stay where you're not reinforcing the word. Hear me. You can ask for promise, but you might not even really want promise deep within because the cycle. You can ask for money. Watch this. But you're not comfortable with it. That's why you get rid of it. Are you catching me? So you got to realize what's behind my losing. What's behind? Let me tell you all something. Most of being broke is just lack of. It's lack of responsibility. It has nothing to do with how much you make. It has nothing to do with that. M- many of us think we just need to make more. The reality is you need to be responsible more. But what is holding me from holding something? Which means it's falling through the cracks of something. But if we're not staying with the spirit of God, we're not discerning our own movement. The greatest person, listen to me, because listen, maturity starts at discerning yourself. You're the greatest person to discern you. I discern my moves. I discern my thoughts. I discern how I look. I discern how I think. I discern when my thoughts are just, uh, I'm, uh, just uh, uh, Pastor, not uh, I'm not, I'm not, it's, it's, it's there, but it's not. See, I, I can't discern what you need to be or where I need to be until I can discern me. That, that, that's not the mindset of God. That, 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 that's not it. Uh, are y'all catching this? Tell somebody I'm going deep. Hallelujah. Where was I at? Imputed sin. Okay, so to break those things, you got to go deeper with God and God, watch this, will highlight it to you what has been on the stronghold in the cycle of your familial line. 
once you come up in Christ, he reveals it, highlights it. You come in Christ, declare it off of you, start walking into that freedom. It's no longer yours. So you are already free. You just got to know it. Are y'all catching? I, I'm not. I, I don't want y'all to get y'all not getting confused on me, right? I'm not saying it's yours, but you make it yours by not coming into knowing the knowledge of the truth. Because that thing is going to come. Okay. That, that's why for, for breakthrough to come to your life, you haven't seen it. Okay. I never had this. I never saw that. I never saw this. I never saw that. The goal is not to fight against people to get it. Because some of us, us are bitter, but we're fighting against everything to get it because we don't want nobody to be negative with me getting it. So you're not really in faith. You're just fighting to get what you want. Faith is not you fighting people to get what you need to go. The Bible says faith works through love. Are y'all catching this? So many people are fighting because they're fighting from their past to get to their future. But they're opposing themselves in the fight, not realizing until they come into God in faith and love him and love themselves. That's going to be a, a long fight and it's going to be a hard one. And if you do reach something, watch this. You're going to find yourself broken, even at the top. That's why I never don't ever idolize people. Listen, uh, uh, um, wealth. Don't idolize that. Don't think because the mansion. Listen, I've been places that listen, that stuff don't mean nothing. If, if you if you don't got uh, ha happiness and peace, I've been on many platforms. But if my mind wasn't in the right place, I don't even want to be here. Are y'all catching me? Well, don't, don't idolize thinking you're going to be happy by entering into that stuff. No, you need the mind of God and the God will give you the spirit of peace. To enjoy it. Are y'all catching this? So uh, inheritance sins, number one, imputed sins. And number three, personal sins. All right. Now, the personal sins for all have what? Sin and come short of the what? Glory. Now, when we're dealing with personal sins, number one, make sure you deal with the imputed sins because the imputed sins can provoke you to your personal sins. Right. So now you start acquiring your own. Are y'all catching me? Watch this. But you don't know the root is because daddy wasn't there. You don't know the root because mama wasn't there or doing something. Are y'all catching that? And now you got to be taught the word to come out. So these are levels of sins, personal sins. These are things that we have to realize that leave cracks and doors open. But thanks be to God, he's, he took the care of sin on the cross. I say he took care of sin. Well, y'all better pick your head up. I ain't calling you. A, see, some of y'all, I knew, I knew I ain't going to make it through that, man. I, I I came on the wrong day. I knew I was a sinner. See, you love what's this? What's it? You love the law of Moses. That see, that's what the church we've been lied to. We walk out the door thinking that we gotta live with our sin. When Jesus died for your sin, 
which means, watch this, in Christ, it wasn't even about you sinning anymore. It was about your belief system. <laughs> You're going to be upset with me. You know what? Let, let me tell you something. The law of Christ and the law of Moses are two different laws. But believers love to live out of the law of Moses. You know why? Because it restricts you. You love Egypt. And if you don't feel a piece of Egypt, you don't feel normal. So bondage become normal. Because freedom becomes too free for you. That's too free for me, Pat. I need some. I need some. You know what? One of the biggest things I've learned. <laughs> See, I got to hear from God because I don't think I can say that right now. <laughs> no, I can't say that right now. You <laughs> You, 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 you got to real. I can't say that right now. I, I, We're we not there yet. That, that, I'm not going to say that. You got to realize that bondage can become normal. I'll say a piece of it. You ready? That's why sometimes you even got to leave people in there. Because if you're free and before. See, we're not ready. I, I can't step into that. I can't step into that. Because if you watch this, if you if you leave, let them go where they're not principled to go, they're going to actually mess up themselves in freedom. So, Pastor, you know, I'm so loving and I used to try to free everybody. I give you all the information. I don't mind. And one day the Spirit of the Lord said, son, you're not God. Yeah. I said, you sure right. But God don't like them in bondage. But until they stop liking bondage. I said, God. And then I, I started living a little long. I said, oh, oh, you're so right. So you got, watch this. You, you're going to have to use more problems to build their ear. Because if I tell them what the truth is right now, even though they like it, they won't live it. Because Israel been too comfortable or likable. We talking about what deliverance, right? Yeah. I don't put y'all in a leadership pastor meeting. <laughs> That's where we supposed to be going, Kim. I, I'm trying to go there, Kim. I'm trying to get there, Kim. I, 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 I'm just trying to identify the identifiers. Are y'all catching this? I, I'm just trying to highlight what we don't usually highlight. So you got to realize that deliverance has to be on purpose. It's interesting. We act like Jesus delivered everybody. Watch this. Watch this. Do you notice the Bible says that when somebody was demonized, watch this, they came and worshiped him. Listen. When we're, when we're dealing with deliverance, okay, you always deliver people when they want deliverance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But you must be careful. I'm not going to go all in that. You must be careful to make sure you impart into them the life of God. Right. And in the life of God, make sure that they have the word of God. Yeah. Because just because I like the truth don't mean I want it today. 
Just because I know the truth don't want to mean I want to do it. How many of you want to wake up in the morning? You want to. But how many of us do? The way we suppose. How many want to eat right? But what what was it? What's stopping you? <laughs> she said barbecue. I told y'all be good. I'm online tonight. Are y'all catching this? So you got to realize there are always opposing factors from you not really obeying the truth, even though it's there. Because you're imposing your This is why the Bible says in the last day, people will without, be without excuse. Because yes. I revealed myself many, yes. many ways and many times. Yes. You're catching me. Yes, sir. So you got to realize that deliverance can happen. And let me let me say this. Watch this. Many people do want it. The Bible said the harvest is plentiful. You know what's the problem? The laborers. The laborers. So there's a way, I'm going to give y'all this last one, we'll move on. There, watch this, watch this. Even when somebody don't want it, there's a way you can provoke them to want it. But if you're not skilled and united with Christ in you, the depths of devil in them going to trigger you. I might just open this thing up for questions. I look like y'all thinking deeply. Are y'all catching this? Yes, sir. So, so, so I'm gonna give you a couple more things. So, because I gotta tell you how to get free. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Amen. So, these are the three types of sins, and you, you have to continue to allow God to deal with it. Amen. Yes. Tell somebody I'm breaking free. In fact, I'm already free. He just continuing and working in me. Amen. So the the. Understand that the adversary is a legalist. He cannot come in without legal right. He cannot come in without what? Legal right. Legal right. So sin is the right for him to come. Disobedience is the right for him to come. The Bible says anything that's not of the spirit is of sin. Anything that's not of faith is of sin, which means if I'm not walking in faith, that don't mean I'm not walking by the spirit every second of the day. It's saying if you're not walking in the direction of what God called you to, every, the direction that you're walking in is, of, is not of God. You're in your own direction. That's why he said, listen to me. You, you argue and fight because you have not. Watch this. And you have not because you. Now you're arguing and fighting because you have not. That was your problem. Because you thought somebody was holding you back. You ready? But you have not because you. You ask not. And when you ask. Oh, so you wasn't even in my will anyway. You were doing your own. Okay. So, so you got to realize when he's saying, walk by the spirit. Walk by the what? Spirit. Walk by the spirit and you won't fulfill us. God will make a way out of no way. God will make a way out of no way. God will make a way out of no way. You know what? Sometimes I like no ways because I know he got to make one. In fact, sometimes until he takes the way, you don't get one. So I know sometimes that when God takes away, I say, God, you're a good God still because you're going to make a way.
Some of you think when things are taken away, you call it a loss. And until you see it differently, you're not growing up into what he's trying to show you. Your losing point is God's beginning point. Tell somebody, I ain't lost nothing yet. Come on. Restoration rests on you getting the tools that you need. Restoration rests on what? Let me tell you what the church keep doing. We keep saying he's going to restore the locusts and the canker worm and the painting worm and all the worms and all the stuff. He's going to restore. Tell somebody he's restoring. Watch this. You know what? He's not restoring. He's not restoring it if you can't get the tools to restore it. Because what you look what he said he's restoring the time. He's not sending anything from heaven. He's restoring what? Which means you lost time. So the adversary is using your mind to waste your time. I'm not supposed to be talking about this. Let's get off of this. So you have to realize that the adversary loves to use things. He's a legalist. Somebody say he's a legalist. Are y'all catching this? All right, let's go a little deep and and, and, and I'll get you out of here. There are three gates that I want you to deal with. Talk about three gates, three gates. There's the eye gate. There's the ear gate. And there's the mouth gate. There's the what? Tell somebody false reality. The adversary gives you false realities. Are y'all catching me? Side, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? Oh, time to work. Here we go. Your eyes are, and you got to be careful when your eyes are, because Eve's eyes were, Adam's eyes were, but they were closed before. If you don't learn to close these eyes and open your spiritual eyes, you're going to be in trouble. And the adversary is actually building other strongholds. It's called social media. Now, we use it for the sake of the gospel. But how many of you know social media is a stronghold? 
which means you'll be on there wasting your Ah, You know, I really want to go into a leadership meeting just for a moment. And you don't even know why you're looking at what. Hallelujah. Social media is a stronghold because if you don't have control over it, it has control over. So why are you? You have to watch two hours. You have to watch an hour. You have to watch three hours. You can't wake up without what you don't even say. Thank you, Jesus, for this morning before you got to look at your. It's a strong. Oh, I'm going to make some devil's mad tonight. Lord Jesus. So you got to realize that the eyes can the eyes, the gates can be dangerous if you're not catching what's coming into them. But if you don't have the tools in you. To for blockers. You're going to be in danger. You're catching. Well, you know, I'm saved. I'm strong enough for this movie. Ah. I'm strong enough for this song. Are y'all catching it? Because you're not, watch this, you're not stewarding what you've received from him. So it is not a priority to steward the real life that you have to get to where you need to go. Why? Because the gates are open. And until you learn to close the gates. Are y'all catching this? So you got to realize that when we're talking about deliverance, it qualifies that gates are open. So you got to perceive what gates are open. I'm calling them gates, eyelids, ears, even your tongue. Yeah. I have a whole document I want to show you tonight, but we don't have the time. I'm just going to float. Even your tongue. Tell somebody, even my mouth. How many of you get in trouble with your mouth? Don't put your hand up. Don't put your hand up. How many of you get in trouble with that, that tongue? That, that, that poison is dangerous. And once this, see, right by default, you just thought you, you, I was talking about your tongue against others. The fact that you can even put your tongue on others shows and proves that you're putting it on yourself. So before I can tell you how you put it on others, I got to deal with how you put your tongue on yourself. What are you talking yourself into? What are you talking to yourself about? How are you re- rewinding and restart, restoring these thoughts? What did I start with you say? You cannot live in a position or a portal that you don't reinforce a word. I said something. Y'all missed it. For me, watch this. For me, I'm, I'm, don't hate me. You ready? For me to stay in poverty, I got to have words that reinforce poverty. For me to stay in lack, I got to have words that reinforce lack. For me to stay in seduction, I got to have something that reinforces the seduction. Tell somebody I need to replace the words. What am I saying to myself? 
you, you see, see, lack, sometimes, listen to me, sometimes when you have a de default mindset, you don't even notice you went to them. So if your relationship is not strong enough with God, you, it won't be highlighted. Your mind is so strong, you'll go to that default and you don't realize that you walked yourself out of something. You didn't realize you just walked out of an opportunity. You know what's so interesting? Believers still look like the world when they look for opportunity. That is so shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah. You still look for opportunity like the world. And not knowing that your opportunity is the one that you see that's called faith. It's something that has not been seen. Are y'all catching this? It gave, it gave you a vision. It gave you a false reality. So you don't know the real one for you. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? That's so good. Absolutely. That's why you got to build your weight up in the spirit. The Bible says rest in the spirit. Are you resting in faith? Are y'all catching me? When you, when you walk in certain realms with God, you don't want to come down. But when you have blatant Christianity, you don't know what up and down is. Because it's all the same to you. <laughs> Are y'all catching this? I'm going to give you one more scripture. <laughs> you know, I have a Western thinking of belief. Watch this. Western thinking of believing. Western thinking of believing is to agree with. I know that. Okay. How many of y'all know the Bible says James 2.9, demons believe and tremble. So when believers say with blatant belief systems, I believe, I believe, but belief is not faith. Hebrew thinking belief is to incorporate into life and act. Obedience from the heart. That is convincing. That is convinced. What do we say faith is? Real faith is substance. Say that with me. Real faith is what? Is substance, which means until substance have come, I'm believing towards faith. I'm believing, hoping towards the now. But things are activated in faith. So just because I believe in God, the devil believes in God. But for me to move in my life, I got to come into operation of faith. So I go from believing into faith. In faith, I have the substance. Now, watch this. Things that not seen. Which is from the spirit. And now what I say. For the sons of God. The earth is waiting for the sons of God. To come into manifestation. Where's the manifestation coming? From the place of faith with manifestation. But all Christians are the same. Do the same thing. And the world is. Watch this. We even march. For people to get the answer. Now, how a shame is that? You waiting for the government to get the answer and the church supposed to have it. There you go. There you go. So why you marching? You actually hold the key to what we need. Why you caught? Why you mad at what other people are doing? You actually hold the key for what we need. Let me come out of that. All right. Amen in the high. 
Watch this. Go to Matthew 16, 15. Matthew 16, 15. I'll get this slide thing going later on. Matthew 16, 15. How many of y'all being blessed by this? Matthew 16, verse 15 through 19. Somebody read that for me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. The what? The what? Okay, continue. Uh huh. Which means, watch this. The gates cannot be prevailed against unless you have a revelation. Which means the gates cannot be what? And the gates of hell, what did he say? And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Which means it can prevail where, where you don't have a revelation. He only told Peter, because of the revelation that you had... Flesh and blood didn't reveal this. See, the problem is you keep waiting for YouTube to tell you what to get, how to go forward. You keep waiting for somebody out to tell you how to move forward, not knowing it's not that that's going to get you forward. It's the words that's supposed to provoke you to faith and through the substance that you got through faith is what's going to move you. I just gave you a whole lesson right there. So what you're looking for is actually false. Because you can't move where there is no substance. But you've learned that you can move by the letter. So you haven't activated the substance of God that you're supposed to be up walking in. That's why you're supposed to be prophesying where you are. You're supposed to be delegating where you are. And you're not taking on no ownership, no integrity, wherever you are, no, no influence, because you haven't come into substance. You're supposed to be in the boss room with them. You're like, where's this wisdom coming from? But you're walking by letter and comfortable. <laughs> the faith is the substance. So if you say walk by the spirit, that means there's nothing that I walk by that I don't have substance for. Tell somebody I'm going to do this on purpose. Which means he says, listen, I'm going to give you the keys. Tell somebody, I got the keys tonight. I'm going to ride tonight, boy. I'm going to ride tonight. I got the keys tonight. Why? Because of the revelation that I got of who, who my king is. So he gave him the keys, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. I know we got to get out of here. The gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Which means, you watch this, you can't build without the keys. Because if you can't perceive what's prevailing, how are you going to stand? Are y'all catching this? Oh, he all right. One more scripture. Go, go, go with me to Isaiah 10, 27. Last one. Isaiah, Isaiah. I'm giving you the keys to how to break through. This is it right here. You, you, I, I can't teach you how to overcome if you don't understand the substance of the weight of God. Because we're so familiar 
with the Egyptian culture. We're so familiar with Babylon that we don't know how to break out of it. We don't know how to crucify it from it. So we pick and choose what we want and we don't want. All right. Y'all getting this? Isaiah 10, 27. Somebody read that for me. Uh-huh. Yes. The yoke shall be destroyed because of what? Because of what? What did I just tell you? The fat of the anointing, the weight of the anointing is what breaks it. The weight of the spirit of the oil from God is what breaks you and brings you beyond. But if you have no oil, if you're not spending time with him, if you're not growing in the weight of God, you're actually weak and trying to speak where you're not. Your words can never reach where your heart can. So we now, watch this, this might offend some people. we got declarative believers but can't walk with God nowhere. I'm declaring, I'm declaring, I'm declaring, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I got it, I got it, I am, I'm healed. I'm, listen, you don't have to do that when you got substance. I, I told you, see, Pastor messed up, I'm going to mess up something. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with declaring. The Bible tells us to declare. Are you catching me? But the type of the declaration is from faith, not going to it. I know it's mine. Did the weight of the oil tell you it was yours? Because if the weight of the oil didn't tell you it was yours, you might, watch this, you might cause your heart to fail. And blame God on the way. The Bible, watch it, watch it, watch it. it. The Bible says hope deferred makes the which means the church is sick. That's why we have to manufacture excuses of why we don't see what God said. Because we wasn't taught the weight of the oil. We've been taught to walk by words. When the Bible says the word outside of the spirit is dead. And if you don't understand how to get back alive, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Now, how in the world you're going to bring life to the world and it's not manifesting in you? I think I need to take a nap now. Hallelujah. (laughs) Are y'all catching this? So how do I break through? Watch this. I got to find. My place in God. I got to find that secret place in God. Watch this. And when I find it, you better hold on to it. Because if I lose it, watch this. I start to redefine. I redefine in the wrong mind. So when you hold God and that peace that passes all understanding, you secure it, watch this, 
by entering the right gates with something called Thanksgiving. Now, why am I in Thanksgiving? Watch this. I'm in Thanksgiving because of what the, the joy of my salvation. Why am I in Thanksgiving? Because the, the, the weight of the faith that I have. Are y'all catching me? You've got to stop looking at the storm and look at the person who spoke you to come. The, the storm is bound to come. But the storm. Can I share something with y'all? I'm going to close here. The law that we continue to cycle in, it was there to prove to you that you can't live by it. It wasn't there to tear you down. Your Bible says the law was supposed to prove to you that you can't do it by yourself. But if you keep looking at yourself, trying to approve yourself by the things that you do rather than walking in real faith. You're going to keep trying to prove yourself to God to get stuff from him rather than walking in the stuff. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. I'm going to leave some room. How many of y'all getting blessed by this? I, I'm, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to pray real quick and I want to hear some questions, comments or highlights. Now, before I do that, uh, we, we, I really want to get to more of the depths of, 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 of demons. And I want you to understand this. Listen, you've got to discern the thing. But without you coming into the confidence of who God called you to be, you will never call out the thing. Now, y'all stay close because the next, I think, week or next, we're going to start practicing. We're going to practice. Amen. You're in a safe place. <laughs> Amen. Are y'all catching this? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word that you have released tonight. Father, we declare, we lift our hands in surrender of anything that's not of you. Father, I thank you for every soul under the sound of my voice. And Father, we pray breakthrough. We pray bondages be removed now. And we thank you for freedom, God. I thank you for your word. Thank you for revealing us tonight. Your heart, your mind, your spirit. Father, we declare that we're going to walk by the spirit. We're going to walk and not faint. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for what you're doing in this house and every individual here and everyone online. I pray breakthrough tonight in Jesus name. Amen. Uh, amen. Give God a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.